welcome to Inklings. I am Emily Bell Freeman, and I'm so excited to welcome you to a space where you and I get to experience a hint of something more together. This is a community where we lean into discussions that will help us obtain a bedrock understanding of the doctrines of Christ. Not overnight, but every day better. Strength gathered over time. There is a place for you here. Looking forward to spending the semester with you as we embark on a journey focused on becoming His. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Inklings. So fun. Let me just tell you where we're going to be right now. You want your Book of Mormon um, because we're doing, uh, we'll be in First Nephi just a little bit um, for part of the time. And then let me send out our invites too. I always have to do this at the very beginning. So, um, okay, here is And then I also am going to grab... We have such fun people coming this morning. I'm so excited. Um, hello, Charity. Hi. I'm just grabbing Jenny, so hold on one second. Okay. Now, let's see how I did. Except for I don't remember where Jenny's coming from, so let me get on the boat. I bet she's coming from... Okay, here she comes. Now, here we all... Oh, yay! Here we all are. We made it. Um, Jenny, I wasn't sure which one you were coming on, so I invited all of you. <laughs> um, but hold on, we can't hear you. Try talking again. You, you can't hear me. I wonder if I... Do you have on AirPods by chance? No. Okay, well, just scoot closer. That might help. Let's see if that helps. Can you hear me now? No. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you now. Oh, yeah. Okay. And my little stand that I have it in. Oh, I bet it is too. Okay. Yeah. It's working perfect now. Charity, let's see if yours is working. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. And we can hear you too. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're so happy. We have so much to talk about. Both of these ladies have actually been here before. So you know them. But for anybody who's new, um, let's just give like a remind us who you are and what your family's like and what you do. It's just so fun to do that. So Charity, you go first. Okay. Um, okay. Grew up in Canada, moved to Utah, fell in love when I was 19, got married, baby, 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 baby. Um, just wonderful joy, happiness until 2015 when my sweet love was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. We had four miraculous, amazing, wonderful years together. He passed away three years ago, which is, you know, the worst thing anyone could ever experience, in my opinion. Um, And then God had a new journey for me, and I remarried two years ago. So, but my current husband's not LDS. So I now see the gospel with somewhat new eyes, which has been... Um, a blessing, challenging at sometimes, but really, truly a blessing. And I'm a recent. Tell everyone about your husband is Christian, so he is yes. a, a believing yes. person. He loves he loves so Jesus, and Emily does a lot of work with the church that he um, that he attends. So, and and now our youngest, I'll say our, because he refers to our kids as his kids. He was never married, no kids. So he tells the world he's got four kids, which is a blessing. And our youngest just left home and is on a mission in Rome, Italy. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. That's so fun. Um, okay, and so I love Charity so much um, because she just, she has so much knowledge in so many different places and such a great perspective, especially for those of us who are, living life with someone who doesn't fit our exact mold. So I just, I love the charity brings that into the conversation for us. Um, Okay. And Jenny, um, you guys, I I don't know if I've ever said this, but the cute market that is the, my happiest part of my entire life that I put in my stories regularly 
Jenny is like the creative, well, her and her sister, uh, the creative power behind that market that is like my happy place. Yeah. Um, which did I miss the Christmas market by no, the way? Because no, no, I'm so panicked. You came okay. because remember you're supposed to come with your mom, but then you were in Disneyland. Yes. And then you came. And my mom came by. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, so thank you. you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we <laughs> had it early that. this year, so it was a little. It's everyone keeps texting me saying, "When is your when is your Christmas market?" I'm like, over in November, and it was okay. the best thing ever. I'm. I mean. I know you love celebrating Christmas early, so that's awesome. We normally do our market after Thanksgiving, but it was the right time. It was so good for my family. I had the best Thanksgiving ever in the history of the world because the market was over and um, it's been, anyway, so I live in Salt Lake. We lived in, I also got married young, um, but we moved to North Carolina for 10 years, then back to Salt Lake. We have five kids all married and I do the Jenny B market with my sister, Sarah, and look forward to new adventures coming up. Oh, it's so, so fun. And so let's just tell the ladies, the market is up at, um, this is the place monument in right. this building that's on the far West side. Right. And w I'm guessing there will be a Valentine's. I'm just so, making yeah. that up. Valentine's but is February great. 8th through the 11th. And it's like after Christmas, Valentine's is my second favorite. It's yes. so it's Only so pink fun. and red. Who doesn't love those colors? You know? So people can put it on the calendar. Oh, happy yeah, birthday! So we'll have to do a birthday celebration. <laughs> people can put it on their calendar right now yes. right, if they want to. February, what'd you just say? 8th through the 11th. 8th through the 11th. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you've never been, if you just want to walk into a, just a happy place. Yes, you don't have to buy a thing. It's just a gathering. We have live music and just it's common just so like feel your soul and then walk out the door. No pressure at all. Yeah. I love when people create happy places. Yeah. I just, that makes me so happy. So anyways, here's our two friends for today. I don't know why we all chose to wear black, but actually <laughs> let me talk about my black shirt because you guys are going to be so happy because guess what? Woo! Here these are, they're coming. They are coming and I am, have mine on today because I picked it up yesterday at 4.30 in the afternoon and I love the material. That's all I cared about. I'm so happy. Thank you for being so patient, everyone. My cute daughter-in-law who's helping me with this is like, pretty soon everyone's going to want their money back. It's taking 10,000 years to make sweaters, but you guys, they're done. They're going to be there before Christmas. And wait, look how cute this turned out. Oh, oh I cute. love it. It's so you love cute. that? Ready for the ending? Yes. So we all have this on the back. Yes, which I love. Happy. This is our first t-shirt. We're still going to do more, but I was like, for our very first one, doesn't everybody just want, like, this is our creed, everybody. Yeah. This is our motto. So I love that it's just, it's on there. Um, if you ordered the lavender one, which when I picked this up, I was like, why did I not choose pink? What was I thinking? I, I wasn't thinking. Oh, the t-shirt man talked me into this color, which is so cute, but next time, pink. Um, <laughs> Also, this color is so cute. Yeah, too. that like, is so like, cute. Isn't that one fun? And yes. They all have this on the back, which I don't know why, but I've been wearing mine for two days straight now since 4.30 yesterday <laughs> afternoon, and I feel like so powerful on the yeah. back of me. Yes. So um, there is that. We did order a few extras, everyone, but the people who ordered two months ago are going to tell you that they're, um, it has taken a long time to get them. But I'm happy to do another um, another order later. Once we, this is what's going to happen. I'll be able to tell you next week because cute Janae is just going to hammer these things out in the next four days. And then we'll know how many extras we have. And then I'll put, I'll tell you next Thursday if there's extras you can hop on or if we really want to do another order now that the man knows what he's doing. It's not going to take two months. It'll probably take one. But anyways, uh, that's what's happening there. Let me all, while we're talking about markets, because it's Christmas, um, uh, Tanya has these cute My Jesus charms ready. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw these, but I'm dying over them, especially like right now at Christmas, because don't you feel like this is the Christmas star? Yes. And so it's so cute with this, and it says My Jesus right on the back. But it's so cute. And then she made this little Christmas star to go with it, which I'm in love with. 
and this little shiny diamond. So, That's so pretty. I'll link to those also, everybody, because these are ready. And Tanya's making the cutest videos and reels on over at Honey and Ice. And one of the things that she just did that is so fun is um, she's having people talk about my Jesus, like who Jesus is to you in these little reels that are so awesome. So if anybody wants to do that, I'm going to put up today. Um, and then you can go over onto Honey and Ice and just kind of see what she's doing over there, which is so fun. And then, yes, this cute charm could go right on your charm bracelet if you want this instead of the big one. And I've been wearing my charm bracelet for two weeks straight now. It's my new favorite thing. When you guys were growing up, did you have charm bracelets? Mm-hmm. I did too. And then I was like, do people wear charm bracelets anymore? I don't know. But I have been wearing my, it's tangled right now because I got this at the Western Wall when we were in Israel in April. And um, you're supposed to leave it on until it falls off for good luck. Okay. So I can't take it off. It just has to stay on for good luck. Um, but this has been so fun, you guys. Really, really fun. The necklace, which I don't have on right now, is the pearl one, which is my other favorite thing I own right now. Some people are having a hard time opening the clasp. You just pull it open, and then all the things slide on. I'll show it next week. Um, and now you guys are making me think this before we start, and then we really will dive in. Does anyone want a sneak peek of what the surprise is at Don't Miss This next year? Because it's in my basement right now, and I'm just thinking to myself while we're talking about fun things you cannot tell David, remember how this works, but we just have our own. I told him we have our own sorority at Inklings and we just do whatever we want. That is what happens. So does anyone want to see what we are doing next year that I am dying over and I've been working on it all week? Okay, you guys, just everybody take a collective breath. Let me run. I'll be so fast. <laughs> Hi, everyone. She can't read all the comments, but everyone's saying yes, yes, show yeah. up. Of course we do. Go get it. Hustle. I actually, I might disappear too, Charity. I'm going to go get my holder thing. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Maybe that's okay. great. Like it's barely propped up. I forgot the holder thing that, oh, never mind. Okay. Back. Back. They're all okay. saying, you guys, this is going to be so fun. Okay. Remember last year we did the Old Testament. And so we had the Old Testament timeline and you can hang it in your house. And then every week you put on a thing so you remembered where we were, which I just did it with all my seminary kids. And I was so proud they knew like all the stories they knew, like we went through the whole timeline and I was like, we just got so smart. Yeah. So Good. next year we want the same thing to happen. We want to have something that like carries us through the New Testament every single week. And we're really, really right now, um, we just are feeling so strongly about learning about the character of Christ and the attributes of Christ and the names of Christ and, and bringing that in next year. It is going to be such a Jesus year next year. That is where we're like leaning into because you know, because like I have all these posters up right now because we're working on some stuff, but all of the word a week posters are going to be the names of Christ. Mm. And then we have this cute artist named Brie Lou create us this this is it you guys this is the big reveal create us this picture of jesus and what is going to happen is on this picture within his robe we are going to write an attribute or a characteristic of christ every single week so that it will fill up his robe he wears it like a mantle and you can either this is the if you're doing the big version so you can either, do you see, mm -hmm. you see how you'll be able to write his names right in, right here? Yeah, that's awesome. Or his characteristic, whatever we're studying that week. Um, you'll write those on. And she's actually making it so if you don't like your handwriting, you'll be able to trace her script okay. all the way through. Or you can get a blank one like I showed you, but you guys are going to die over this. I was going to say, you have my writing is nowhere as beautiful as that. So that's... Smart. Yeah, so you can trace it, yeah. but what if you have little people in your home, you guys are going to die over this. Who wants yours to look oh. like this? 
And that's going to be so cute. Like, I'm so excited about this. So um, cute. So, who's really excited about that for next year? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. We're so excited. Uh -oh. It's going to be so fun. You can just hang it up, and it's free. Uh, you'll be able to download it your own self. Um, we're, uh, Pioneer Party is going to also help us for anyone who knows how to get there in Lehigh. Um, and then at Hobby Lobby, you'll be able to uh, do that thing, the mat, whatever, the dry mount. Board, yeah. Yeah, so you can hang it up in your house. And then we can do that. And you can um, you can do it for all your kids for Christmas if you want. Because isn't that going to be the funnest? It's just free. You just, anyone who wants to can do it. So we're really, really excited about it. But nobody knows everyone. So you kind of, it's an inkling secret. Like, well, there is going to be a big don't miss this reveal. But not for two weeks. So... <laughs> We're just keeping it amongst the ladies. That is what is happening right now. Okay, I feel like I've done all the housekeeping, which was so much, but it's Christmas and you have to do Christmas housekeeping. Um, so we are gonna dive in. And this is my thoughts coming into this, but I'm dying to know your thoughts, both of you coming into this, because it actually has been, oh, okay, you guys, I, I should say this. You can't find it right now because it, we seriously have not launched it yet. And actually, Brie is working on a couple little things for us to get it exactly right. So you have to be patient, which we just learned from the sweatshirts. So we're really good at being patient. Um, it's probably going to come up the week right around Christmas is when it's going to come available. And we will, you'll know it's coming because we will do a big reveal. I don't miss this. But right now, you're just waiting. There will be three dimensions, 11 by 17, 18 by 24, and that architect size. So you'll be able to do whatever you want um, with it. And, um, and it is line art. That's what Brie Lou specializes in. So it's almost as if she just starts with one oh, that's cool. stroke and she cool. just goes yeah. through. And it's, so it's kind of is like abstract, yeah. but also like, I don't know. I just love it. Okay, so I, don't worry. I don't miss this. We will answer a thousand questions in about a week and a half or something. But and you're just gonna be patient until then and say something really awesome is happening. At don't miss this, everybody. <laughs> Get ready. It's gonna be so fun. Okay, so what I want to know from you guys is, I in the past two weeks have been living in this. You guys know because I've said it a hundred times. We have had the hardest six weeks, and I feel like we are finally like coming out of it yeah. a week and a half ago we david and i were recording and truly i had a meltdown in the basement which i rarely do rarely is not my personality to melt down ever in fact in the four years i've worked with david i never have so i think he was like uh i don't know what to do with this right now but i was like what is happening in my life right now like if I just said one of the hard things, you would be like, oh, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. But then I, I was like, but then I have this, and then I have this, and then I have this. And it's so many things that you almost can't even, like, if you say them, someone is like, that cannot be true, you know? Where it's just is like, and the more that happens, the heavier things yeah. get. And when I got into this talk, I was like, I'm actually at a part of my life where I really like need revelation right now. Like I, I need it. I, it's that part about, I actually feel like I'm in that spot where President Nelson was like, if you have not learned how to receive revelation, you will not survive. And I'm like, yes, I like, I feel that yeah. right now. I feel that like, um, there, there was one night I walked into my house and I was jumping up my steps the way that I do and going for the front door. And just in my mind, I was like, when is it enough? And I'm sure other people have had that, like, you know, where you're just like, I can't, I can't breathe, you know? And so as I started reading this frame, this framework and you know, this, I was like, I'm actually in this place where I need someone, um, to help me be like, you know what to do. Like, I know what to do. 
Yeah. I've received revelation before, but I love this thought of like, okay, take a deep breath and remember this is how it works. And I just, I love that pause of like, okay, hold on. This is like, here's what you do um, to get through this. For me, this talk was like taking a breath, yeah. you know, it just was like, it's going to be okay. And you know how to get through this. Um, but I wonder for both of you, as you got into this talk, like, what were your thoughts going in? Jenny, <laughs> I was going to say, you go first. <laughs> I, so when I first heard this talk, I was like, wow, if I get to, I just, it just hit so many, it just hit home. And I guess the most, the very first thought was, that's why I'm here. That's one of the things I'm here on this earth. Like one of the main, main goals of this earth is to learn how to hear personal revelation. Mm. Powerful, powerful gift. I mean, and that's one thing I loved about his talk was his words. I mean, I just started listing enormous potential, majestic yet practical, unleash an astonishing insight direction awe-inspiring, on and on, like line upon line. You know, these words that he used in the talk were all like, why would we not spend our life studying this? Mm. Why would we not, not just take a year of hear him? Because I feel like, you know, we did the year of hear him with President Nelson. And then now, like, how are we like not making that? It's not a year of practice. It's like a it's a lifetime practice. Yes. And, yeah, it, and it makes me think of our theme of Inklings this semester is become this. Yes. You know, and I'm like, this, this is part of what we're trying to become. Someone who actually receives personal revelation, become this. Okay. Type of person. Yeah. I keep cutting out. So I'm, I, I, I forgot the holder thing. I might go get the holder thing while Charity tells her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do that. I'll be right back. Do that. Okay. So I, um, like both of you, I, I love this talk so much. And anytime, anytime there's a talk about personal revelation, I like, I, I'm there. I'm like, teach me, teach me, like, help me know, help me learn. It's one of those things when I was a child, I was like, I don't know that God speaks to me. And I shouldn't even say as a child, like as an adult. Yes. And there was a talk that our wonderful prophet gave in 2018. So it was so crazy for my journey to, but I'm going to read one little quote from our prophet's talk in 2018. He said, one of the things the spirit has repeatedly impressed upon my mind since my new calling as president of the church is how willing the Lord is to reveal his mind and will to us. Now, I have never questioned that I know of in my mind. I've never questioned something that came out of the prophet's mouth. I remember getting my copy of that conference and I wrote in that it, me personally, who loves the Lord and loves this gospel, I wrote, I don't know that I believe that that's true. Like, I don't know that God is willing to reveal his mind and his will to me. Mm. And, and I'm a, like a faithful, striving member. Yeah. And so anytime revelation comes, I'm like, I want to believe. I want to believe what this prophet has told me is true, that God wants to reveal things to me and now the fact that i'm sitting here with you talking about how much i love personal revelation it has changed it has changed my life and i love the theme of our church right now it seems there's lots of themes but to yeah. receive revelation that god does want to speak to us in our mm. own life and one little small practice that i started i don't know maybe maybe nine months ago is this sweet sweet girl she started this journal it's just called this hear him journal like yeah it's it's nothing spectacular no offense to this girl that started it. but I try <laughs> to start most of my days answering the question I know she's gonna be like charity um <laughs> that's a lot of time <laughs> that I nothing special is what's on my heart that felt easier Emily than a prayer. Like, I don't know yes. the prayer got, got stuck. And so I start my day. What's on my heart. That's it. Mm -hmm. and, and I just, I just write what's on my heart. 
And then the next question is simply, what does God want me to know? And mm. simple as that has been, I now feel like I have personal scriptures. Like, oh, that's so awesome. And where did you get the journal? Everyone's going to want to know. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys this. Just so you know, I'm not a, an affiliate. I make zero money. This is, this is just something <laughs> that I love. Everybody at Inklings knows that okay. about Inklings. We yeah. just share the good stuff. It's called, on Instagram, I'll, I'll leave a comment here. It's called the guided.co. Her name's Kelsey Millett. She's a young mom. She's adorable. She just felt this prompting that people needed to hear him. Like, mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about. And um, I messaged her last night. She just knows I love this journal so much. And I said, I, I might mention it tomorrow. And she says, well, I'll give everybody 10% off. Oh, that is so Inkl cute. I just think the code Inklings. I'll leave in here. Again, this is we'll just. put it in the stories, everyone. But I okay. love that you're bringing that up because one, um, one of our goals this semester is what um, President Nelson said in his invitation, which was, you need to pray, but then you need to write down the thoughts that come and then act on them. So I've been trying to do that same thing. And truly, it's hit and miss for me. I've been, I've just been trying. It's not something I'm used to doing. So I've just started trying to like get in the habit of what that might look like for me. And truly, in the past two weeks, I have been sleeping with that, my book that is like yours. I don't have that book, but my book that is like yours, Greg is dying right now because I climb into bed with that book and I sleep with it. And he's like, what are you doing right now? And I'm like, the problem is for some reason, and I think it's because my life is so heavy in the daytime, I'm actually not hearing anything in the daytime, but I am hearing a lot of stuff at night. And then I, the first couple nights, I would get up and walk around the house and look for that journal because it was like I don't know where it had traveled to so now I'm like getting bed every night and I'm like tuck myself in with my book <laughs> <laughs> sleep with it right next to my bed just in case something comes that I'm like oh yeah that's really good and you guys would die if you could see the writing in my journal because it's like on top of it it's dark it's it's pitch mm -hmm. black when I'm writing in it but at least I'm getting like stuff down and the other night I accidentally wrote on my bedspread in the middle of the night but oh well it's working <laughs> so fine but um same charity I'm like what if we um what if we have to alter our habits yeah in order it's working like you said, it, it's working and I remember listening to Michael Wilcox you know he said God talks to people we know this in their own language and for him he was like it was dreams and I was like I've never I've never and sadly had a dream or images or whatnot. So I think the most important thing, like I just needed to find out what works for me. I think everyone just needs, there's, there's not, you know, there's not a box. There's not a rule. There's just, it's what works for you. We're all, yeah. I can feel God is talking to me like very yeah. about just, about just me and knowing that it's different, but you just, you just find what works. And I talked to yes. the mission president and he told me this, it was, I don't know that I think there's a part of me that needs permission to think outside of the box. Mm. Uh, mission president, he says, charity, 95% of my prayers are with my eyes open and a pen in my hand. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I just, yeah. And it's such a different thought for us to yeah. think of a prayer life that would look like that. And who loves all these people that are telling me about lighted pens that I didn't even know there was a like <laughs> such a thing? Because who yeah, else sleeps in a journal? Obviously, a <laughs> lot of people are doing that. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I love I love that idea of like figuring out a process, or like Elder Renlund said in the name of the talk, everyone is a framework for personal revelation. Uh, it's Elder Renland. Um, and that is the thing that I love is like, he gives us a framework here, but I love that like charity, you're like, this is what it looks like for me yeah. right now. And Jenny, this is what it looks like yeah. for me. And I'm currently sleeping with my journal every yeah. night, guys. Because well, that Emily, like I text like you right when you were, when we, when we first started, the, we got the, you know, instruction to keep a prayer journal. I'm like nothing. I mean, I'm in 10 days into it. I'm texting Emily, nothing like what's <laughs> happening, like maybe less than I was getting before. <laughs> and, um, I love what you said to me 
what about the wanderings of your mind? And I was like, oh, so many, so many. And so for me, it's not on my knees that I, that I get answers. It's, it's mostly driving around and all of a sudden I have to pull out my notes and like pull over and text myself all the things I'm thinking of. And, or like I'm talking to someone about something else and it answers, it answers the question that I had or it answers the question that they had that was not, I just was, you know, prompted to share this story or the book that I was reading. And yeah. I, I feel like we have to really get, that's why we have to practice it because it's not, it's, please don't ever think it's probably never going to be on your knees, maybe rarely or in scriptures, but almost always for us, it's going to be something different that we hear him. Yeah, no more answers. And um, which reminds me, did any of you read the comments before we started today? Because that's my did. favorite it's good. Yeah, and, so um, good. I can't remember if it's the comments from this week or last week, because it, it would have either been at the very beginning of the comments of this week or it's last week. But somebody was right about the writing about the word sojourning. Yeah. Did it, it, was that this week or was it last week? Did you guys I think it was last week? Um, whoever, if, whoever wrote that is on. Teach us about that while we're talking because I connected so deeply with that thought and it's what you're teaching Jenny that oh. sometimes it, it is in the wandering of our mind and our soul and those thoughts that keep like coming back just gently mm -hmm. that those answers come and it, it really is. Have you guys ever seen um, fireflies? Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Me too. I wish we had some here. I, I said this once before, and then people said we actually do have them in Utah, but I haven't found them yet. Yeah. But if you go out for fireflies, it's usually like right when the sun is going down is when they start coming out. And then as it gets dark and it's so interesting because you see, you'll, you'll just see this, like this hint of light going through the air, but to try and catch it is tricky because where it comes from is dark. And where it's going is dark, but there is this one moment in the middle where there is just this flash of light. And it's also like not brilliant. It's like soft. It's just, it just, and it's slow. It comes and then it goes. Yeah. And then you like are trying, where, where did it go? Where did it go? And um, we were on a church history tour with this family of these boys that every night the uh, youngest would come knock on me and Grace's door and ask if we would go firefly hunting. And, we would get out there and, and that really was the comment that was like, where did it go? Where did it go? And sometimes I feel like um, that's how revelation is for me that I will, I will just, I will be pursuing it, but it comes in like these soft, like, you know, and then it's gone. And then a minute mm -hmm. later is back, but then mm -hmm. it's gone. And I love the thought of we're just, we're just learning how to chase that. You know, that the second night when that boy finally caught one and it was in his hand and he just was like, you know, holding it so tightly. And has that ever been you with revelation where you're like, okay, I got, I got one. Yeah. <laughs> I got one, you know? and we're just, we're learning yeah. um, how to do that. But I love the thought of like, what does that framework look like? And he gives such good ideas of like, yeah. this is what his framework right. looks like is right. you know and i, I want to think about that for a minute is like what is his framework what does he right. teach us about his framework so were there any quotes that like stood out to you um in here that you were like oh yeah i do that or i should do this you know? yes i mean i would say my my first his first um his first quote of um the scriptures form the first element of the framework for personal revelation. Feasting on the words of Christ as found in the scriptures stimulates per personal revelation. Elder Robert D. Hale said, when we want to speak to God, we pray. When we want to want him, sorry, to speak to us, we reach this, we read the scriptures and I need to be better at this. And for me, it was like, I read someone else, I don't know if it was in the comments, but one of the greatest things about 
reading the letters from our Heavenly Father that are the scriptures is what that you find yourself. And that is just so important to find yourself in those scriptures. Yes. And um, I just, I love that so much. I feel like just preparing for this, you know, life is just so busy. And then do I really take this much time to study? For this, I did. And I was like, why? I'm, that's my second. First, I wanted to be, you know, who I am. Then I wanted to be like a gardener, like a professional gardener. And then maybe now I want to be a Jewish rabbi. So I'm like studying <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and like, that's my job is to study, which is like, wow, that's just so powerful. But I love that I need to, I need to do better. I love that message of this is how he can talk to you mm. and get better at listening to those stories. And I, and I, again, I love S. Michael Wilcox and I love his, you know, fourth watch God and the four yes. letters that he writes are so good. It's probably my all time favorite, favorite talk of how to, why prayers are answered and how prayers are answered. Yeah. Um, Jenny, will you text that to me? Cause I'll put that up. Yeah. It's, so, it's just, so everyone should just memorize the me. talk. It's so, so, yeah. so, so good. Yeah. I'm going to try and get all these up into the stories. Okay. Um, after this. So we'll do the S. Michael Wilcox talk. We'll put those uh, guided journals up. Uh, we'll get some of these things up um, so that you have it. And Charity, for you, what was like a standout? I was, just gonna, I was just gonna piggyback right on her. That was just, it was for me as well. And this is just something I wanna clarify. When I say that I feel like I have my own personal scriptures here, it is not because I have this direct download from God. I really wanna this, this point, 95% of what I write in here that what God wants me to know is scripture. It comes when I'm oh, reading my so interesting or it's conference talk. It is almost word for word where I will say something on, some, on my heart. And then when I do my scripture study or I'm listening to a conference talk, like a phrase will come out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I need to write that down. So it's not like they're my own. It really is scripture that's come from God. Like just yesterday, this one I wrote in red ink because I was like, I really want to remember this. But I had written some things down and it doesn't always come immediately. Sometimes it does, but sometimes I have to go back and be like, oh my gosh, this is my answer. I was reading um, Elder Holland's new talk. Yes, his new book. Yeah, yeah. His new book. And just along these same lines, I just, I, I think it's important. I needed to know this. I needed to know that as a teenager, I wasn't doing anything wrong. It is a little at a time. It is that little light of the firefly and then dark, 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 little bits of light. Like it's not like this, I don't know, for me at least, it's not this, just this constant firefly flash in my life. But <laughs> he said that he talked about, you know, the time and the struggle to know his standing and the struggle to hear. And he says, in my present assignment, I've wept and ached for guidance. It seems no worldly accomplishment has ever come easily for me. This is Elder Holland. And then <laughs> he says, it may not come quickly. It probably won't come quickly, but there is purpose in the time it takes. And then this is the last thing. Cherish your spiritual burdens. Emily, everything that you are just, you're the heaviness of what you are dealing with. To have him say, cherish your spiritual burdens because God will converse with you through them and will use you to do his work if you carry them well. Hmm. This, I, I love that. So I did just want to clarify that so much of my promptings come from the prophet, from the apostles, and from the scriptures. Oh, that's so good. And that's such a good reminder for us. Um, because I think that's true. My cute state president the other night, he was like, I found a scripture for you. Which, who loves that my state president, who has my entire stake to think about, mm. as he's reading his scriptures, was like, oh, I, ha I found a scripture for you and it made me want to start thinking I, I need to do that for like my kids and for my friends to be like, oh, in my reading this morning, I found a scripture for you. And it was so interesting because he felt prompted to share the scripture with me, but he has no idea the answers that came out of that verse for yeah. me. That, he just, he can't even comprehend yeah. the things that are happening, you know, that when I was like, 
I love that you just actually gave me a scripture that I'm probably going to hang on my fridge for the next year and cling to. And you don't even realize because you just were like, oh, by the way, I was reading my scriptures and this made me think of you. That uh, I loved that thought of like, sometimes those verses are actually personal revelation, like spelled out for you at this moment in your journey. And I love the thought of that, you know, and what if we were better at that when yeah. we're reading to be like, who needs yeah. something from yeah. my reading yeah, today? So Especially good. if, what if you're not in that book where right. your verse is, you know, right. what if reading something else and then God's like, here, I know your state president will bring it over, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're too much time in the old Testament and there is something in the new Testament. I <laughs> yeah that's so good I just love that thought of like maybe we we are bringers of light yes yes can I one little story that happened this week yes so my son who's on a mission he likes fun and play and adventure I would say more than like seminary and scripture study just just painting the picture of of who he is so little tiny town. There's nine people. Um, he's on the coast of Italy, nine members that go to his little branch and, and they have one, one lady that they've been teaching. Missionaries been teaching her for quite a while and they really want to invite her to be baptized again. She said no in the past. So his whole heart and soul is on this. And he, he, um, was talking to his mission president and the mission president gave him some ideas of like how he could approach this invitation with her. And he shared a scripture. Well, my son was on the train back to his Arian thought, why didn't I write down that scripture? That scripture was like exactly what I needed to share with her. And I didn't write it down, right? In a sense, learning, he got revelation and and he didn't write it down. He was kind of kicking himself and he said, mom, you didn't know this, but I ordered dad's patriarchal blessing. Mm. I got home and dad's patriarchal blessing was, was there on my computer. And he says, did you know that dad was told in his patriarchal blessing to study the footnotes of the scriptures? He's like, mom, I didn't even know there was footnotes of the scripture. Like, okay, <laughs> the as a mother. So I'm sitting there doing my Book of Mormon. They've got this Book of Mormon challenge and I'm reading and all of a sudden the thought comes to me, oh, my, you know, my dad, who's on the other side now, was told to study the footnotes. So he says, mom, I looked down in the footnote and I looked it up. It was the scripture. It was oh, the scripture. I love moments like that. <laughs> so awesome. Does care so much about what he's revealing to us. I just loved it. Yeah. yeah it's such you. a good reminder. And um, to like watch for him, you know? Yeah. Um, like what if he's like everywhere and you're just like, open your eyes, you know? Yeah. Like, like he's out there. Yeah. He's moving among us and to open our eyes and remember. And I want to, um, I want to think, um, I loved in that fourth element, and maybe we can dive into the scriptures for a second when he says the fourth element of the framework is to recognize what God already revealed to you yeah. personally while being open to further revelation, because that's kind of what you're talking about, Charity, is like he recognized that he had received revelation, even though he didn't write it down. But I love that he was like, then open for more. Yeah. Yeah. um, Elder Renlund's going to talk a little bit about Nephi's story. And this is one of my favorite stories for the fact that it just is for me. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm constantly trying to get revelation right. And I think sometimes I have a banner moment like your son had where I'm like, Oh, like it's that nailed it moment. You know, you're like, oh, that's right. I know how to do this. But I feel like most of the time I'm first Nephi three. That is what I feel like I am where I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I've done this before. So why am I having such a hard time figuring this out right now? And this is what happens is they get this commandment from the Lord of this assignment that they're supposed to do, which we all know the assignment, but for a second, I just want to not think about the assignment because sometimes we accidentally get so deep in the story, we can't see ourselves in the story. So I just want you to think about your own life for a minute. And sometimes we are given that assignment that is, um, we know it's from the Lord, 
Like it is clearly from the Lord, whatever the assignment is, which in my mind should make it easier. Cause you're like, you are, you picked the assignment. I, it's not like I came and was like, okay, this is what I would like is this. And then could you give me revelation of how to accomplish it? Like you actually came to me and said, I need you to do this. Yeah. You know? And so in my mind, doesn't that feel like it should make the path easier? Because he's like, it, you're like, it's your idea. So yeah. you figure it out, you know? Yeah. And I love that in this thing, they're like, here's your job. This is what you're going to do. Here's your companions, right? And you're, this is the task. And they go. And you love that Nephi is like, gets it. And he's like, I'm on it. Right. I will yeah. go and do exactly what you can. He's so much enthusiasm. He's yeah. like, I've got this. I hear you. I know what you want from me. I will go and do this thing. And because I know if you, if it's your idea, if you gave the commandment, you're going to prepare the way I'm going to trust. You're going to prepare the way. And then he goes and it's like an immense failure. That is what happens. And, um, he goes out and the first time they're like, okay, well, how should we do this? And I love that they're like, the best thing to do is uh, what they choose is, let's just do what is normal tradition or culture yeah. for our time. So it, let's just do the easiest thing. The easiest thing is to cast lots to decide who should go. That's the way they did things back there. Mm -hmm. uh, casting lots was like normal. Um, that that's just what you would do. So I love that his first thing is, well, God said to do this. It's probably going to be easy. Who wants to go? Let's cast lots and decide. And um, so they go, they cast lots and um, layman goes, and then he gets there and it, it doesn't work. And in fact, it's a disaster. So yeah. if you're layman and you come back, you're like, like no. my personality wants to do this. Maybe I didn't hear right. Like, maybe God didn't actually want us to go and do that thing. Right. Because it didn't work. So maybe the first revelation was wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. And they come back together. And um, Nephi is like, I said to them, as the Lord liveth and as we live, we will not go back until we have accomplished the thing. Yeah. Which God commanded us. So w w I still am going to believe this thing and um and i'm going to go forward so the next time they're like okay let's strategize ourselves right what what do you, what would be the best thing to do they gather together all three of them they're like this seems like the smartest thing to do is get all of the things in the house that are worth something and do a trade which is a really great idea like that was a good idea yeah and they get all their precious things and they take it and they're going to do this trade and it it doesn't work again and now Laman and Lemuel are so mad after the second time because they're like why are we doing this yeah. also like we might this might kill us right <laughs> trying to accomplish this thing right like it's that much bigger than we are and um he and Nephi's like no because God said God said this was going to work. And like, have you ever had those moments when you're like, okay, I feel like I was given a promise from. Yeah. The yeah. I feel like I was given an assignment. Like I felt it. I know I was given that thing. And, but everything is conspiring against me accomplishing yes. that thing. And there's part of us that is like, God should be bigger than this. Yeah. And plus this is his idea. Yeah. So why is this not working? And then sometimes we are like, what is wrong with me? Or what is wrong with him? Or what is wrong with my connection? Or like, why is this is not working? And I think it's so interesting because I just wonder, like, I love the moment, first of all, when Nephi probably is having that wrestle and he finally gets to the point where he's like, listen, um, they say to him, Laban is a mighty man. He can slay 50 men by himself. Why would he not kill us? Like mm -hmm. logically, we should give up, mm -hmm. right? And then I love that Nephi's like, no, no, no. We remember Moses, remember the Red Sea. Like that's our God. Like um, 
the, Laban might be capable of 50, but do you remember who our God is? Mm -hmm. And I love that that's the first thing that happens. It, when the story is finally going to turn around is Nephi has to be like, I first have to just remember who my God is yeah. and what his capacity is. And everything around me may not make sense, but the one thing that does make sense is I know how big my God is. That's what I know. And I love that that is the first thing Nephi has to say is there comes a moment where he is like, this is my God. This is who he is. And that's, that's what I have to hold on to right now. Nothing else makes sense. Nothing. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know. I'm sure Nephi was like, I don't even know if I have the capacity yeah. for what is ahead of me. I think that's the key right there. Like I do a lot of my coaching and transfer. And the idea, it's not working. Right. That, that's the thought that first comes. It's not working. It's not working. And I think we need to resist that thought. And Nephi resisted that thought. Nephi, I'm sure he had it. He's like, I'm not yeah. going there. I'm not going there. I will not stop until I have accomplished, you know, what, what God needs me to accomplish. Even I think there was a few comments here, like, you know, I don't know if God talks to me. I, I don't know if I can tell the difference between my thoughts. That's all natural. Right. But sometimes that's a mindset of, of, of a belief. I listened to a talk mm. this morning, an old talk by Bruce R. McConkie, and this is what he said, it is your right to receive personal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Nephi believed that. Yeah. yeah. We he sometimes did. get in our own way. Yeah. We have to yeah. quiet, quiet the doubts. There's also one little thing that this made me think of. Um, there's a great author, James Clear. He writes a book, Atomic Habits, big, big, big book. And he shares this thought along the lines of if it's not working, that ice only melts at a certain temperature but all the work that we're doing before that we're like it's not working it's not working it's not yeah. working and then the magic happens at that yeah. that temperature yeah. yeah and that and that's what i love i love this thought that first of all nephi was certain god had given him an assignment yeah he was yeah. certain like he keeps going back to god has a purpose for me and so i think number one it's settling in on what is my purpose right now? What is my assignment right now? What right. do I feel called to right now? Because right. he kept going back to that. Yeah. Second of all, he was like, I know who my God is. Yeah. And that's the second thing that I think sometimes we have to wrestle with that. Do we know Trust. the capacity and character of our God? And mm -hmm. if we don't start that study. Yeah. Like get in and start learning what is the character and capacity of God and mm -hmm. just start studying that. And one of the yeah. best ways to come to know that is to start studying his names. Yeah. Because as soon as you start learning him by name, you yeah. start learning him by capacity in your awesome. life. So I love that he keeps going back to, this is what I know about God. Right. I may not know anything about the struggle but I do know this about my God. This is what I know. And then I love the third thing that happens. And this is the part where Elder Renlund goes. He, he doesn't work us into it. Right. In the first part that we just talked about, he takes us into this defining moment. But I think it's so important that we remember two things happened before this. Nephi knew he had been called. He knew he had a purpose. He knew there was an assignment. Okay, that number one, he knew it. And he believed it. Second, he knew the capacity of his God. And because of those two things, it's going to lead to this moment um, where it's in verse five, he says this. And so I, Nephi, crept into the city and went forth toward the house of Laban. Mm -hmm. And you guys, what is his plan? What is his plan? I know. He's creeping towards the house of Laban. And in my mind, I'm like, what is your plan? <laughs> and then he tells you the plan in verse six. And I was led by the spirit, not knowing beforehand the thing that I would do. Why did he go? Why did he creep through the city toward the house of Laban? He, his plan right now is God. Yeah. That's his plan is God. And I love these next four words in verse seven. Nevertheless, 
I went forth. And I just want to think to myself, how many nevertheless moments have you had yeah. in your life? How many times have you lived the story? I have no idea what's about to happen. I have no idea what this is going to look like. Yeah. I am not capable <laughs> of the task that has been placed before me. Nevertheless, I went forth. I yeah. said yes. And why? Why? Why did I say yes? Because I knew I had been called and I knew the capacity of God in that part of my story. And I think it's important for us to remember that. Like all of us have been called to something right now and it might be within the four walls of your home or it might be with somebody in your faith community or it might be where you work or it might be for a dear friend or it might be for a spouse or I don't know what you have been called to right now, but you know what you have been. Okay, can I, you're exposing an insecurity of mine. Can I, can I share that yes. with you? Cause I, because yes. I think other people will be the same way. Emily, when you talk about knowing what you've been called to do, like I, I'll admit there's an envy in me that I'm like, I would love to know. I would, when you're like Nephi knew that he was called, I'm like, those have been prayers of mine. Just let me know. Just let me know. Like, tell me. I will go and get the plates. It's the not knowing. Yes. It's the years. you sure what you're like. So you just do the best that you can. Yeah, that's so good. And I would say this. I would, um, for years, I waited for a calling. I have not had a large calling in my life for 25 years. Greg and I were just talking about this. I have not been in a presidency for decades. Um, and for years I was like, I feel like I have stuff to offer to people. <laughs> yes. and, um, but no one's like telling me you are called to this. No one's saying that to me, but you know where my greatest accomplishments have been in my life. Garrett is one of my greatest accomplishments. Yeah. No yeah. one called me to that except for God. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know what God said? That kid just needs someone to champion his cause. Yeah. And it did not require me to be set apart. Mm -hmm. It did not require me to sit in a bishop's office. It required me to get on my knees in the morning and say, what is the one thing you need me to do today? Yeah. And he was like, that kid who's vandalizing your entire neighborhood, invite him over for dinner. Yeah. I was called to that. And yeah. I was not capable of what that situation would require of me. But I have learned God's capacity because yeah. I invited a ninth grade kid to come to dinner at my house. Yeah. And I said I would help him do his homework. Yeah. Um, I, I think we think calling has a title. Yeah. yeah. And it or even does. clarity, or even clarity. Like Emily, yeah. I say watching you from the outside, my guess is so much of your um, maybe calling came because you were just taking action. You're like, I'm gonna try this. Yeah. Try this, I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try this. So maybe the clarity didn't come first, the action came first. Yeah. Like, God, and that is, well, this is the thing. What I feel called to was never to run a community of 70,000 women who right. wanted to read scripture together. Right. What I felt called to first was to answer the call of a prophet to study DNC 25 and 84 and 107. That was what I felt called to do. Yeah. And then I was like, who else wants to come? Yeah. You know, I, I feel I like... Think yeah, I, I feel like the always the next right step. That's yes. That's all you have to know. All you have to know is the next right step. Yes. You're you that's you're not you gonna to see know. the whole picture ever. Yep. You're gonna only just that's know. What, and you know what I wanna say? If you're like, I don't feel called to something right now, I wanna say, get out your patriarchal blessing. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a patriarchal blessing yet, yeah. go get one. Yeah. Go and get one and then pull it out and read it and say, okay, 
what do I feel called to right now? My patriarchal blessing is not momentous. No. There's nothing in there that is like, you will do amazing things. Mine <laughs> says, be cheerful. Mm. So sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to feel called to be cheerful right now. And I don't necessarily feel cheerful right now, but I know God's capacity in that. I know when he says over and over, be of good cheer, because I've read it 10,000 times in the moments when I'm not. And I was called to be cheerful. Yeah. I was called to that. Mm -hmm. And so I'll work on that for a time. I was called to remember my zoo animal calling and my, my patriarchal blessing, take care of your body, feed it properly. Well, I don't really love doing that everyone because I like chocolate and sweets and stuff like that. But sometimes I have felt called to learn how to take care of my body, you know? And so I think you have to realize that being called to something doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be given a platform. Right. I have not been given a platform for 25 years. In yeah. Wow. But That's I have felt called yeah. to things. Mm -hmm. And I, I think God's like, you know what, why don't you practice being cheerful? And, and like learn what that looks like and how I can help you with that. Because then maybe one day when I'm like, you should teach women how to read scripture on Thursdays and I'll be able to lead you into that because I led you into what it looks like to be cheerful. Yeah. Like I think God just grows us a little at a time. That right? was grows a little. Infinity, right? That was you. That was your version. I'm just going to creep in. And, yes. and, and this is what it became. And often when yeah. I, I talk to women and they're like, oh, I want, you know, what's my purpose? Sometimes I'm like, just follow what you want. Just follow yeah. your desire because oh, yes. that is placed in you by God. Well, and yes. I like that um, President or the Elder Renlund said, it's, it's almost never a nonstop journey. Yeah. Yes. It's I just never that. that. I, I love that. that so much. And I love cute Loretta Sudweeks just said, and now I've lost her and shoot, I was going to memorize it in my head. Um, okay, here it is. Oh, if <laughs> everyone's so happy to talk right now, if we were given the whole picture, we wouldn't feel like we could accomplish it. It's precept on precept. And yeah. I think that is so true. Yeah. Like who loves that? God was like, listen, let's just work on you being cheerful. Yeah. For a little while. And, well, and Emily, okay, I do that. Your story about Garrett and standing at the picture at the, at the museum and like, what am I supposed to do? And the answer was love him. And you're like, okay, yeah, I, I know that. But then if he told you the whole story, you would have been like, no, yes, <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Yes. And I think, I think that part is the most powerful part is like, if you're like, I don't feel called to something right now, then I want to say, get out your patriarchal blessing right now and sit down with it and pick one line that you feel called to yeah just one line don't accomplish the whole blessing today that is too much that's like yeah. your lifetime and eternity yeah Pick one line yeah and be called to that and yeah. what if it's for the next six months um and let him work in you and i do i love what you said charity like creep in to that thing um, you know, it's one step at a time and it's not knowing what is going to come yeah. Yeah. ahead of you, mm -hmm. but like being content with this is where God needs me right now. And for most of us, where God needs us is within the four walls of our house. Yes. That's yes. going to be the most important calling we ever have. And whether you are married, whether you have children or whether you are single, there is a great work that happens within the walls of your home. And I learned that best from my cute friend, Chris, who actually was a mother, but had a profound influence on my life and the life of so many people. And the plat her platform was her bed. Yeah. And yet she changed lives. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think sometimes it is just redefining what does a platform actually look like? What does a calling actually look like? And to remember our greatest work, our greatest effort should be within our four walls. Yeah. And if that is not true right now, then maybe we need to change our perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah. I love that. So, so many good things. You guys, we went over. So everyone oh, had to work. Yeah. Sorry about that. But so many good things um, today. And I'll try and put up all of these things in um, the stories, just things that you can be thinking about. But the other thing I want to say is um, your patriarchal blessing. For sure, get that out. But I am super intrigued by the footnote number 10. Yeah. Just that idea to, I love when he's like, here, if you don't know how this works, start here. Um, in Elder Renlund's talk, footnote number 10, maybe just set a goal in the next month to read one of those yeah. resources. Yeah. So, so good. So many good things. So many. And I, we could have gone for five hours. You guys. Right. <laughs> don't worry. You guys just keep going. The spirit is not leaving anybody. So <laughs> you guys keep processing and thinking about this. It was so good today. Love you. Uh, and then we'll, I'll see you again next week. And thanks you guys for Thank you. everything. It was so good today. Thanks for joining me. This podcast is taken from our Thursday Inklings discussions, which happen live on Instagram at inklings.institute. If you loved being here, I'd love to invite you to go even deeper with me, get reminders, and enjoy first access to all our events and gatherings by going to emilybellfreeman.com backslash inklings. <laughs>